Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Warp Factor Fiction Podcast, a Star Trek chronological rewatch of the entire franchise. We're having a great time doing it. I'm your host, Mick Manhattan, joined by my host, Tommy Manhattan, Lieutenant Junior Grade. Uh, We're going to take you on a journey of TOS Season 1. In our last episode, we talked about the first 15 episodes of the series, starting with Episode 0 to Episode 14. That's right. We talked about the unaired uh, the cage pilot with Jeffrey Hunter playing Pike. I am so excited to be doing this. I'm hanging out with my son doing this. We're talking about Star Trek. It's a great, great time. So we're going to get into it. Now, we talked a lot about in the last episode, our feelings on the season, our feelings on Star Trek, uh, uh, TOS uh, overall, the different characters. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the back half of season one. And like you said, if you want to be a part of it or you want to see these shows when they come out, you got to join up on Patreon. We have a free tier or we have paid tiers that have shows like this. It has shows, uh, updates. We have movie news updates, things like that. All types of fun stuff. Go check it out if you want to join up or join our Discord because we have great conversations going on there as well. Um, so guys, thank you again for being here. Uh, Star Trek season one, fi- episodes 15 through 29. We're going to get into them. Thank you for joining me today, Tommy. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you never have to thank me because it's your show too, but you are a sweet kid. So I understand why you say it. <laughs> now we're starting off, uh, we're going to start off with a really fun episode. Before we get into that, we talked about the first half. Now you are watching the first half of this season you're in star trek now you've watched a lot of star trek when you get into the second half of the season are you still of that enthusiasm is it still does it reinforce in uh did the episodes get better for you like how did you feel about this season watch um it had the best it had probably the two best episodes of the season in the second half I'd say. Okay. Oh, I'm excited to hear that then. Uh, Cause we're going to go over our top three at the end of this. We do that after each season. So like if you watch the last episode, we don't talk about it till we go through the uh, back half of the season. So make sure to join in and watch the whole thing. All right. Uh, or listen, wherever podcasts are, we are number 263 on sci-fi podcast in New Zealand. Thank you, New Zealand. We love you. Uh, and we do, I want to be there. I want to go see the shower. So that, that would just be so cool. What actually let's talk about, uh, that real quick. I have a quick star Trek question for you, Thomas. Um, what world that we visited so far, would you, do you think you'd most like to visit? Does it count for a second half? Do you want to wait to answer that question until the second half? Or do you just want yeah. to answer that now? I want to wait because the one probably is at the end of the second. Yeah, half. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anything just in case. Well, actually, why don't you just tell us the world, the episode, and then we'll talk about it more later. It's actually this next episode, this upcoming one. Well, that makes perfect sense because we're going to get into it, and that is episode fifteen from season one. It's called Shore Leave. It came out December 29th, nineteen sixty six. The past three months have left the crew of the Enterprise exhausted. And in desperate need of a break, but does this explain? Uh, but does this explain McCoy's encounter with a human-sized white rabbit, or Kirk crossing paths with the prankster who plagued his days at Starfleet Academy? Many imaginary characters make their way through this episode and cause strife for our crew. That is right, everybody. We are talking about Shore Leave. That episode. Uh, it's a very playful episode. I would call. I don't. I never felt like anybody was any 
true, honest to goodness danger. Not saying there's no dangerous elements or, or or fearful elements, but like it didn't feel like a danger episode like the last one did. You know, it. it I think we needed that though because there hasn't really been one in this season. Yeah, I like that too because we do come up on some more very dangerous episodes going forward uh, with a, with some villains that really stand out. So this was a, a welcomed one for me. What did you think of this one? It's 100% top three. It's one of the really? things. Yeah. This is a top three or for you. Wow. Okay. That's cool. I like that. That's different. What makes it a top three show for you? Uh, Sulu is my favorite character. And I think this is one of the two episodes that really show Sulu. I oh, don't check think off many my episodes. Character. I'm saying season one. Check off. Okay. Check off on the Sulu. Not in it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding with you. But uh, I, yeah, no, I, this isn't one of my top three, but this is a good one. I really like this episode. It was fun. I think we needed it after the first 14, 15 episodes. Uh, and it just added this element of like, okay, we can get light. We can, Trek can be something more than just always passing a message. And I, I wish, I think we've lost that in a newer Trek episodes specifically like that um and most of the new trek shows that we watch like there's good moments that keep bring levity and stuff like that but there's no episodes that fully are like this is a really just relaxing like we're not worrying about the horribleness that's going out in the world we're just kind of dealing with what's going on here and it's zany and and then a part of that i really did enjoy is that it is with strange new worlds i kind of brought that back with a musical episode mm-hmm like we're gonna have some fun with this we're gonna we're gonna poke at it and we're gonna have a good time so and i do think you need that in this show so i i loved it i thought it was great um and what's your takeaway from it? and who's your shining character um my takeaway is things are not always as they seem okay you had to jump right off the bat with that one uh, i love it though. yeah I, I no, I get it. That's your thing, and you're right. That's the thing that bugs me about that saying is like it covers kind of every episode we talk about. Uh, but you got your one in, so that's good. Uh, I would have saved it for Space Seed, but that's that's me personally. And you said Sulu is your highlight, right? Yeah, Sulu definitely. I don't think any person had anywhere near as good as a thing as Sulu did. Sulu was really. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with Sulu too. I was gonna, I was thinking about McCoy, but I, I you know I'm gonna go with Sulu. He was my highlight. McCoy was good, but Sulu, Sulu has to Yeah. Be. No, those were the two. There was no other choices. Like those were the two that my top two, but like I was edging towards McCoy because it kind of sets off with him. But Sulu did such a great job. Um, but Sulu and McCoy were the first two to go down yeah. as well. Yeah they did I loved it. <laughs> Uh, all right, so season one, episode 16, the Galileo 7, the Galileo under Spock's command crash lands on a hostile planet as the Enterprise races against time to find the shuttle, the find the shuttlecraft. Spock's seek strictly logical leadership classes with the fear and resentment of his crew. Uh, so just again, I know they mentioned it in this uh, description, but the Galileo uh, is what they call their shuttlecraft on the Enterprise. In fact, and we'll get into it more and more as we go, each ship within the fleet, they have their own shuttlecrafts, and those shuttlecrafts are named after something that, um, like this. It was great explorers. I think Galileo was one. I'm pretty sure Aristotle was another one. Uh, so, like, those, like, great minds, great thinkers and stuff like that uh, were inspired. But then when you get to TOS, I think they're all named after, uh, if I remember correctly, and I might not, I'm pretty sure they're all named after um, parks, like, really famous uh, state parks and stuff like that. Um, so, I, but I, and when we get to uh, TNG, I'll have to revisit that but uh, and, and see. But I like this episode a lot. So a lot of prejudice in this one. 
this whole season had a lot of prejudice against Perk, uh, Kirk, not Kirk, uh, uh, Spock. Um, and it, it really represented the times and the civil rights movement and things like that that were going on by, by showing that prejudice. But in this episode specifically, they don't trust Spock. They don't like him. You get a lot of reminiscence from the Enterprise days in season three. Our season four, rather, when uh, the people were turning on them after the attack in Florida. Um, and it kind of holds over here. What did you think, man? What did you think about this whole episode? I liked it. Uh, Scotty had to be the best character in this. this I like Spock. Spock held his composure. I, I dug what he did, what they did with it. You know? It's either Scott, uh, Spock or Scotty. But I have Scotty on it just because there, it was kind of a tie, but Scotty edged him out a little, and Spock has been in so much, and they haven't really shown Scotty that much up to this point. Ah, he definitely true. he definitely plays a bigger role in the next seasons. Yeah, in the next seasons, I'm going to see Scotty be a lot more of a shining character. This one, yeah, they didn't utilize him well enough, but this episode, they did a great job, and I love that he's on top of it. He's like, no. like He doesn't put up with it. Like you, you Montgomery Scott shows you exactly who he is in this episode, and that's why I, I freaking love him um because he's just such a, a wonderful character mm-hmm. all right so who so you said scotty i went with spock but it's hard to not go with scotty too uh what's your did you have a takeaway from this one not really um don't uh don't be prejudiced well that's true do not be prejudiced not be racist get rid of it so i will say this my takeaway for this one because it deals so heavily in themes like that uh is is it's your teammate man like 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 it, it you're on the same team and you're still have such a pres- prejudice against a crewmate right next to you that you're trying to in a life or death situation trying to get out of you know prejudices always exist in some form or fashion it doesn't have to be about people always uh we always have all of us have some sort of prejudices in some way that we have to overcome mm-hmm. and this is one where uh yes i think that's great advice overcome your prejudices uh and, and take the time but shut your goddamn mouth he was a freaking officer <laughs> you know? like let it go he's your, he's your commander you leave him alone uh and you listen to him uh but no uh season one episode 17 the squire of gothos a being that controls matter and creates planets wants to play with the enterprise crew this was uh, it, it premiered on January uh, 12, 1967. It just wasn't a fun episode for me. I mean, like, it was fine. For a second there, I was like, is this Liberace? Um, they go to this planet. There is a gentleman there who has a lot of um, Earth culture in the sense of, like, in the, the 1700s. And that's kind of how he's living his life, brings people in, uh, and he causes a lot of ruckus and a lot of problems. And the crew is kind of stuck there, and they have to out think this gentleman um and he was played by uh, i think his name was uh in the movie i'm trying to look for it uh uh trelane is his name uh and the actor's name was i don't think i have trelane um william campbell william campbell okay okay cool 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 cool. yeah william campbell sorry i lost that one uh i thought he did a good job he played a good nemesis and i liked the idea of how it ended but it was a little juvenile of an episode but i think you needed that i think you needed a fun episode but it isn't like a hugely memorable one in my opinion what did you think about it it would have been better placed somewhere else it's too it's too close after the uh shore leave episode you already Mm. got your fun episode i think you can have more than one and i I actually think they switched the tone up a little bit and added a lot more fun episodes which i think makes this 
more enjoyable of a watch. If you have just episodes that are kind of the, eh, you know, just like they kind of fell flat for me or great episodes and nothing in between. Like I, I kind of like the idea that this keeps us going throughout by adding those really fun elements to it. I really disliked this episode. I don't know. It was not good. I love it. Tell me, tell me, tell me. What did you dislike about it? I want to hear that too. <laughs> this, I think this is the first time you ever actually said this on camera. I'm not against, you don't have to love everything. You can hate it and I want to hear it. I mean, it was, there was a scientific fact where it's like he's, he's viewing it from so far away that he thinks that's present time because the stars in the sky, that's Billy, that's from billions of years ago. The light is just reaching us yeah. now. So, he's but that's right to Starfleet, everybody. <laughs> no, and you are because I think that's fantastic that you know that. I didn't know that at your age. Um, I learned that I think in my 20s. <laughs> so, but, um, it just didn't work for me. I it was not placed good, I don't think, and I just didn't, it just felt off. It was an off episode. I love it. I'm fine with that episode. It does feel off. I, I did again, I did like it. I, I, and, then, and I love being able to come from a different side of it where I'm like. It wasn't a memorable episode, but I did enjoy it. I had fun with it, but I like your take on it. And and it does seem like an off episode. And uh, so do you have a shining character in this? Uh, yeah, it was Kirk. Yeah, mine's Kirk too. And uh, is there any takeaways that you had from it other than not liking it? Um, No, not really. <laughs> Listen to your parents. Stop screwing with people. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, I, I do have a takeaway. What's that? Um. It's not really a takeaway as much as like something that uh, it's basically what I told you about the stars. I'll take it. That was a good one. And for any kids who listen, now you know too, if you didn't know. All right. This is a very famous episode coming up. This is season one, episode 18, Arena. For bringing hostility into their solar system, a superior alien race brings Captain Kirk into mortal combat against the reptilian captain of the alien ship he was pursuing, which is actually the Gorn. So this is the famous episode where Captain Kirk and a Gorn square off. It is a very high action-packed episode. I do enjoy it. I liked where it went. I liked how it kind of played out. And I liked the humanity that Kirk showed in it. Uh, Kirk, of course, uh, is my shining character in this. But I'd love to know what you think. Kirk is my... Uh, no, Kirk is not my shining character. The Gorn Captain is my shining character. I'll allow it this time. It, 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 I like the whole thing, but I thought they did a good job. It was fun. But this was just another episode where it's a little... <laughs> I don't want to say all the episodes are important, but it it, 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 me, it meant a little bit more, I think, within the realm of Star Trek than something like a the last one we just talked about, um, you know, or, or uh, uh, you know, like the Squire of Gothos or what was the other one we said? Uh, Shoreleaf, where it's just kind of a different episode. Some good, some bad. Uh, this was one where I was like, I, th- I think it fits in the good category. It's um, this episode is that perfect mix of it's super fun and zany because the way the Gorn looks, but it's, it's like if you have a deadly, uh, bunny, the killer bunny. It's true. (laughs) I like that a lot. Uh, and you said Kirk was shining. Oh no, no. You said the Gorn captain. I said Kirk. Uh, what's your takeaway from this? Um, don't cause violence because then you'll get, um, attacked back. Like, don't be a bully because, uh, there are always there's always someone bigger than you there's always a bigger fish now we take that from star wars <laughs> i love it uh season one episode 19 tomorrow is yesterday uh the enterprise is thrown back in time to 1960s earth it's gonna get wild uh this this was a fun one because this again this is like i think this is that really good mix of like 
not zany, but more like fun, but mixed with like this means something. And there's actually callback to it in the future, which is fantastic. But uh, and it's actually it was a callback from Enterprise, so it's gonna be interesting to to see. But what did you think about this? So so actually, before we we set off, I want to give a little bit more backstory because I don't know enough. Um, they do end up back in time in the 1960s Earth, and they wind up being seen by a pilot realizing that if they don't take that pilot and try and figure this out it could change the course of history and really mess things up and doing so it caused a whole big <laughs> controversy to it i thought this was a really well done episode major christopher was played by roger perry in this who was the pilot uh did a great job kirk getting caught by the air force i thought was a lot of fun and again like i said it does get played on later um they mention it when um Scott Bakula's Captain uh, uh, Archer is taken in the past, and they ask about who's James T. Kirk. That was from this file. That file was from this episode. That's this is where it came from. So uh, I thought that was a cool nod. And mm-hmm. this was a cool episode to have that because there's also another. I think there's another mention of it in the DS9 episode when Quark ends up <laughs> in the past. So uh, what did you think about this episode? Um, it's fun. It was a very great, I think it's a good episode. Not, I don't want to say it's a great episode because it's not a great episode. It's a good episode and it sets up a lot. Now, if, if there was never any other shows, Tomorrow is Yesterday would not be one of the most remembered episodes. I don't think. Only, the only reason it's so remembered is because every other show did time travel and like multiple of them had callbacks to this episode. That's yeah. the only reason why this episode is known. Oh, maybe, maybe you're right. Um, yeah, but I could see it being somebody's favorite. Is is that good of an episode where somebody would be like, "That was one of my favorites." Uh, it's not one of mine. It's not one of my top threes, but it, it, it was. I thought it was a good one. All right, we're entering. We have nine more left, or actually ten more technically. But here we go. Episode one. Uh, episode 20 from season one court martial came out february 2nd 1967 kirk draws a court martial in the negligent death of a crewman uh this was an episode where it was odd at first like i i don't love the episodes where like there's court martials it's not that i don't like seeing it it adds a lot of flavor to to what we're building here without you know as fans watching and and what the cast and crew were doing this was one where i was just kind of like uh um i was like "Eh, really i was like i mean everything kirk's done and this dude's already on court martial like i feel like they go to court martial really fast for kirk (laughs) they jump on really fast for it and it's like i'm not saying like but never for like the prime directive like he's a space traveler and the guy died now i'm not saying there shouldn't be a question but a court martial you know like it, it, it was an episode that i didn't like that much i was like this isn't that fun like i like the adventure side to it and i do realize you got that the sort of reserved side but this was one where it was like you know like honestly we know kirk's being framed and it, there's like this whole thing to it and i, I just it doesn't stand out for me i didn't enjoy it what, what about you it wasn't a great episode um there are so many uh things i could say i'm not going to but um <laughs> there are some good some bad but um i feel like they kind of the court martial I don't think was done as well as it usually is. I mean, in this one, in this one, there is a tri- uh, tri- uh, trifecta, I think, triumvirate as the three judges, which it was in Strange New Worlds when um, number one was getting. But in Menagerie, that did, that was not a trif thing. It was like a council. And- well, I think they had the council because uh, it's, it depends on where you do it. So if you're on a ship doing it, you, it's whoever's available to help. 
you know, because you can't just, he was the captain or like the first officer and the captain. There's not much higher. So how do you have a trial? You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, so your first officer would make sense, you know, but if he's, if he's a, a witness, he can't be a, on there. But I see what you're saying. Like they, I don't think they, you're right. I don't, I don't even know why I'm arguing that. Like they didn't have it down. And I feel like that's something you should have probably figured out when, because this is the third court martial episode. Mm-hmm. Although two of them were connected. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are connected, but like at the same time, like you get this full court martial sort of feel to it. And I don't know, it just, it just, it, this one just didn't hit for me. And the fact yeah, that it's called court martial. <laughs> uh, let's jump on to season one, episode 21, The Return of the Archons, uh, February 9th, uh, 1967. Seeking the answer to a century old mystery. Kirk and crew encounter a vacantly peaceful society under 6,000 year autocratic rule that kills all those it can't absorb. This was just not a memorable episode for me. I mean, I, I liked how it opened up. It had a really good opening where they go down and like everybody's sort of peaceful and then like the bell hits and like it, it's just like chaos everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the element of that, but then it just kind of turned into this it's weird Scooby-Doo type episode of like, we got to figure out who it is. And granted, all episodes are like that. We have to figure out the problem. But this one just didn't seem like they were, there was good footing for everybody. I mean, Kirk was fine. I think he'd probably be my shining star, but that's because this episode just didn't shine for me. What about you? What'd you think? Yeah, Kirk was it. It was not a good episode. Um, It mm. really wasn't. There weren't get- much good other than the opening. I'm going to tell you, I have a hard time. Like, I like the adventurous ones, and I don't mind when you kind of see, but I think, I think I'm noticing a pattern that I'm not a huge fan of these episodes that go to different planets, but it's Earth like, but a very long time ago. Cause I like the 60s episode. I thought that was really good. I didn't mind uh, the going back in time and dealing with things. It's the, you're on a different planet and they're all dressed like it's the 1800s acting like it's the 1960s and killing and it's the purge it it was just like it could have been a better episode and that's why i think i like the start but then where it went i was like "Ah, i'm just not into it you know yeah um but i'm very into this next one is actually might be my number one it might be my number one uh and that is season one episode 22 space seed uh february 16th 1967 widely famous before i start reading about it widely famous for its connection to probably if not the best one of the two best star trek movies of all time and and just as a movie is a fantastic movie the wrath of khan and the reason that is is because while on a patrol in deep space captain kirk and his crew find a revive a genetically engineered world conqueror named Khan and his compatriots from Earth's 20th century. This is where we are introduced to Khan. We're introduced to the idea of what the eugenics wars was. We are introduced to the idea of what the genetically enhanced people were doing in control of everyone. Uh, It was, I thought this is such a great episode. And the fact that would it be a great episode on its own is often when I ask myself, if there was no Wrath of Khan, would this still be a great episode? And I, I always land on yes. What do you say about it? It would. There was something that I looked into because I wanted to see what a sick was because Marla investigated saying, oh, she he's probably a sick, but I don't know what a sick was at that point. And it's not an ethnicity. It's a cult. It's actually, can I just, It's I, I believe it's pronounced Sikh. It's, it's uh, the way, yeah, and I, I like how you said that, but it's often found in, uh, I believe, India in, or in that element of Asia. Yeah, it's, um, I believe it's like a religion or something, and they said probably a Sikh. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a religion, and 
that was just kind of something that I took as being racist because I didn't have the time to look up. The well, honestly, yeah, I, it's not, I wouldn't say it's race. Sikhism and Hinduism were like, are like the two, like, I'm sure you've heard of Hinduism, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not going to speak to the religions cause I'm not going to act like I'm an authority on it. I'm not, but, um, I, I've known, um, Indian, uh, uh, who, people who are Indian uh, who identify as Sikh or Hindu, I realize from, uh, from my talks that I believe it's more about um, it's a, it's a religion thing, you know, like that, that's sort of two different versions of religion, kind of like we have different forms of Christianity here and such. Uh, I don't think it was meant to be racial, racially motivated, like derogatory, like yeah, you must be a Sikh or something. I think it was more meant, I think for the time, and I'm not defending, but at the same time, like for the time, I feel like they were really trying to be inclusive here and mm-hmm. adding the sea because there was no real Indian representation in these things. Not saying never, I'm just saying in, in, in for the most part, it was probably, it was mostly white men. And even in this, Ricardo Montalban is a Spanish man who they put in Tanner to look like an Indian man. So for the times, yeah, there was a lot of problems, but I would say that for this episode, I don't think it was done in a way that was supposed to be, um, disrespectful. I think it was more along the lines of like, this is, this is something we know. And maybe the writer looked up on it, maybe didn't do an in-depth look again, not defending, not doing that, but, uh, I didn't mind it. It didn't feel that way to me, but, uh, you know, like I, I thought, like it was a good representation of it, and I do like that Khan is introduced in it. Mm-hmm. Who's your uh, shining character for this one? I have Khan. I've got Kirk. Um, Kirk outsmarting Khan was just fantastic because because Khan is supposed to be a superhuman, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Kirk was still able to be Kirk and get get out of it um, with the help of his friends. Uh, I, I this is I thought this was a fantastic episode and sets up something so much more. I love it. Um, what's your takeaway from it? Not everything is always as it seems. Did I beat you to the punch? No, it wasn't that. Um, super is a word that's tossed around too much. Okay. I uh, yes, I like that. I, I, I w- I'm going to add a takeaway to that and say that if we, uh, in this sense, I would say our past can come back to haunt us, but it doesn't mean that it can overcome us. Is what I'm going to go with. So, uh, you know, the genetics coming back, and and also, but in, and the reason I say it didn't overcome us isn't that kirk beat them back it's that even when we get to wrath of Khan, and we will when we do a, a review of it and where they end up and how things kind of play out kirk still showed compassion he said like you're getting like i want you to live i don't want to kill you i don't believe in that uh but your problem so we're going to give you this planet but it's up to you to make for what you're going to do mm-hmm. that's why when we get to wrath of Khan, i'm like why is he so pissed <laughs> he's like he kind of knew what he was getting <laughs> but uh i do love this episode uh all right let's go on season one episode 23 a taste of Armageddon. Kirk and Spock must save the crew's ship when they are declared all killed in action in a bizarre computer simulated war where the actual deaths must, uh, must nevertheless occur. The, the AI episode of this was all right. I didn't love it. It just felt like they were, and, and if anything, it shouts even louder what they were trying to do with uh, Section 31 and Discovery with that uh, AI and, you know, other elements of AI and why we don't use it and why it's such a problem, which is ironic to today's times. It's actually kind of way ahead of its time. Uh, what about you? What did you think of it? Um, it was not great. I didn't like this episode. Um, it felt just different, it, different, <laughs> yeah. but not in a good way. It's, it felt like an, for a show about a spaceship that's traveling through space and exploring, it felt like an anti-technology message. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so for that, I'm going to say my takeaway on this is, uh, if you're going to use chat GPT, that's fine, but don't overuse chat GPT. It might come back to get you. So, uh, what's your takeaway from this? Uh, AI isn't always good. <laughs> Wait until you watch Terminator. <laughs> All right. Season one, episode 24, the side, this side of paradise is March 2nd, 1967. And it was the enterprise investigative planet whose colonists should be dead, but are not. This is like this. This was like a poor version of Shore Leave. I didn't like this episode. It was boring. Uh, I don't mind the Paradise episodes when they're out. Like, because actually, when we get to the, one, I really did enjoy, and I think it was the end of season two, uh, or maybe even season three. There's another episode where Paradise comes into play, and I think it's a great episode. And we'll get to that when we get there. But this one was like a poor episode. This is actually. I'd say this is probably like the poorest episode in the season for me personally. What'd you think? Um, I didn't like this. It was not good. I don't think it's the worst episode. Uh, Squire of Gothos. That was for me. See, I enjoyed that more. I definitely more than this one, but I, I get that. Uh, who's your shining character in this? Uh, so Kirk. I mean, it's see, I'm going to go with Spock, but I'm going to go with Spock because it was so different. I really appreciated his acting in it. We got a really good different version from him. When he would break out from that and show more human emotion on the show, I always appreciate it. So I'm going to give him the shining on this one. Um, but I like your I like your choice on your take on that. What, what, do you have a takeaway from this episode? Um, paradise isn't exactly what um, it, it says seems. it is. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> so you got to get a ring light on you. You're like my other buddy, Paul. Like You're just too dark. We got to see your face. Um all right, season one, episode 25, we're almost at the end here. The Devil in the Dark. The Enterprise is sent to a mining colony that is being terrorized by a mysterious monster, only to find that the situation is not that simple. Another episode was good. It was it was like a good episode. Like, I didn't mind it, but, like, it's just baseline. It didn't, I, didn't, I didn't love it either. Like, there's nothing major about it. Um, Spock's my shining character in it, though. I thought he did a really fantastic job. Uh, what did you think? Spock was... Um good but uh yeah spock was definitely good i didn't like it but spock was the best no one else it's, really had a good role it's so weird as we go on with these two and like i'm because i didn't rate them as i was going i was just keeping notes of like what i liked what i didn't like and stuff like that um you know because i don't want to rate the shows because i do think if you're going to watch it you should watch them all and and i do think that every episode in this even like the last one on me saying that i thought it was bad uh for the season I'd still watch it again if it was on, like, because you're still getting good acting and it's good tale. Like, I think the season one is very solid. Season two is is very closely solid as well. Um, mm-hmm. If you have a takeaway from this episode, um, this one really is things aren't always because as they seem because people were like, oh, this thing's a monster, but it's mm-hmm. just trying to keep itself alive. Yeah, I mean, and I like that. It's like you know the idea of uh with this monster trying to keep themselves alive i, I wouldn't even say it always as they seem because that's that you're right it works but even more so is like maybe take a step you know take a take a moment before you're ready to attack yes maybe it's killing but why you trap a bear somewhere it's gonna it's gonna fight it's gonna kill you know so let's ask why but if you let it go it might leave you alone so let's move on to the next one we're almost at the end here season one episode 26 errand of mercy with a war with the Klingons raging, Kirk and Spock attempt to resist an occupation of a planet with incom- incomprehensibly placid natives. Yes, these are often thought of as a uh, um, a very peaceful uh, species. They go down there. They are at war. 
They're trying to figure out what happens. And Kirk suspects that a Klingon who is present is the one that's providing all of these new weapons that they shouldn't have. They're not right, quite up ready for like the muskets and such. And it's causing a problem. So, uh, yeah, I this was, I thought this was a good episode. I like this episode quite a bit, actually. I, I really liked how it played against the Klingons, introduced some more, uh, and played on war quite a bit. What did you think? It was good. Um, it wasn't a highlight. It wasn't really close to being a highlight. It might have been top ten, but there were, like, four episodes that were just away from everything else. Nothing else could reach those. Um it was good. Top 10, probably not top five. Sure. Maybe like six or seven. Um, I like it. I like, I, you know, I like that. Uh, I, I would put this in my top 10. You're right, but it's not in my top three for sure. Um, yeah, I, so let's get to the next episode, which is season one, episode 27, The Alternative Factor, and that aired on March 30th, 1967. Existence itself comes under threat from a man's power struggle with his alternate self, with the Enterprise's strained lithium crystals, presenting his key to a final solution. This episode is so unmemorable to me. I forgot that he had a double when I just read that. I was like, that's right, he is fighting with himself. It's like two split versions. Like I was like, this episode, to go from the episode we just had, like, because th- this might be one of the contenders for worst episode of the season for me. I did not like this episode. Now, people have, this is apparently the lowest rated on IMDb. It shouldn't be. It's not great. It's not good. It's not a good episode. But it's not in the bottom three. It's better I- than people give it credit for. I really want to hear your bottom three when we tell our top three, too, because I don't know what my bottom three are. I didn't put a list together, but you seemingly have some stuff, so I want to I want to talk about that. Both no, I don't exactly one, but I just know that this one's not in it. It would definitely be on it. I get it. Uh, all right, let's move on to probably number two on my list of best episodes of the season is season one, episode 28, The City on the Edge of Forever. Very famous episode, April 6th, 1967, when a temporarily insane Dr. McCoy accidentally changes history and destroys his time. Kirk and Spock follow him to prevent the disaster, but the price to do so is high. It is a high price. Now, uh, this is another time travel episode back to, uh, I believe it was the 30s, maybe even like 1940. It was before we entered the war. I know that. Uh, I did enjoy where it was kind of going. What was happening in it? Uh, I, I love the character that uh, I believe it was Joan Collins. Yeah, she was famous back in the day, but I'm not sure if it was her. And yeah, Joan Collins played Sister Edith Keller, um, who Kirk falls in love with and has this whole relationship with. She also is the uh, nurse that sort of takes care of McCoy when he's sick and stuff like that. She helps with the shelter. It was a wonderful episode. I love this episode. I think it was perfectly played out. It was a it was a really well done sort of play on uh yeah just to play just like theater played out like that and uh i I just even the high stakes at the end is heartbreaking uh but i i understand why this goes down as famous what did you think about it it was good uh i said there were four episodes that couldn't uh get topped but there's actually five that cannot get topped this is in that it's not a top three episode for me okay your one and two are most likely my four and five I don't, and if I'm guessing what your number one is, I'm not going to guess, but they're most likely my four and five. Okay. 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 Let's get into it. Let's finish up because I want to hear your top three and I'll, I'll announce mine. But we have one more episode to go. This is season one, episode 29, Operation Annihilate. 
Uh, it premiered on April 13, 1967. This was the season finale of season one. The Enterprise crew attempts to stop a plague of amoeba-like creatures from possessing human hosts and spreading throughout the galaxy. This is a really fun one. I wouldn't go down as one of my tops of the season, but it would be in my top 10. This was a fun episode. There was a cool, like, creature-like villain causing problems. They had to think their way out. The crew really came together on it. I I just enjoyed this throughout. I thought this was a great season finale, too. What did you think? It was definitely, it's for the perfect episode for finale. Not in my top five. Top 10, definitely. It's yeah. the perfect for the finale. I don't was, think any other episode could have done as well. Yeah, and and you know what screws me up? You know what screws me up when I watch this? Uh, uh, um, wait, cut that back. I want you to say that again because I overstepped your line. So uh, wait five seconds and then say what you're going to say and I'll keep my mouth shut. Okay, so it's the perfect episode for the season finale. It's not in my top five, top ten, hundred percent easily. But there's it, no episode could do as well for a season finale. There are great episodes; they would not work for the season finale. Spacey yeah. would, um, Operation Annihilate wouldn't, but this did. This couldn't have gotten placed any better. Yeah, you know what makes me sad about it though, especially after watching uh, Strange New Worlds, is that Sam dies in it. Kirk's brother off screen you don't even yeah he dies in it you don't even see him die like they mentioned like he dies in that attack with the amoebas the sister lives and the child lives but uh he dies so the fact that we get introduced to to sam kirk 15 years earlier uh and 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 we know his fate it, it makes it all a little bit sadder because you like sam kirk in the in stranger worlds um but i i did like how it all played out yeah mm-hmm. i thought that was a very solid episode my shining star for it is spock although kirk was great too um mccoy was really good too uh who's your shining character um kirk nice and do you have a takeaway from this episode or the season no i can't i mean no i don't have one for the episode i do for the season i swear to god i swear this to god. is this is the takeaway that i had you're never gonna come back you're never gonna come back you're gonna lose all your followers saying it right now no i'm kidding what? What? i'm kidding that's not gonna happen even if it does who cares we're having fun right <laughs> and my takeaway is yeah. kirk is the third best captain it's not inspirational, but it's just like a takeaway that I had from this. That's a takeaway. It doesn't need to be inspirational. I don't mind. You can you could say I really like this phaser over everybody else's, and that's your takeaway. I don't care. Like it's a takeaway. That's that's cool with me. You can be something simple too. You're the one that goes to. It's not everything is as it seems. R.I.P. Harambe. Um, you know, sort of thing you got going on there. But I, I, I did. I like this episode. It was a solid way to finish out the season. Before we finish out this episode, though, to go into next uh, month's episodes, what's your top three? I'll, I'll give mine after. Okay. So my number one is season one episode. So not my number one. Sorry. My number three is um season one, episode 18, Arena. Okay, number three. Arena. Oh, do you want to go back and forth? You want to go back? Oh, now you do number three. I'll do my number three then. So my number three for uh, the season. Arena was great, by the way. I really like that choice. I I honestly, like, I didn't... The Carbonite Maneuver is probably... I'm surprised it's not my number one or two, but the other two are really solid episodes. But the Carbonite Maneuver is probably my number three. Okay, and my number two (laughs) is The Enemy Within. Season one, episode five. That's a good one. That's a really good episode. I like that. Uh, you you went with that too, because like even splitting them up, like it was just a solid 
episode. I didn't love it, but it was a solid episode. Like it was a good track. It was good track. Mm-hmm. Um, say at least some good acting in it and such. Uh, but I like that choice. Uh, my number two on this list is. I was kind of going back and forth between two different ones, but I'm going to say the city on the edge of forever. Really, space? Really? I thought that would be your number one. I it was it was circling it, but I, I made an adjustment in the last minute, and City of Edge of Forever is is my is my uh, and I'll and I'll explain why number one is my number one after you go. What's your number one? Sure, leave. Okay, and listen, it's a fun episode. If you love it, if that's your number one, go for it. I don't think it's the best episode, but I. I think it's a good one, and I like how you, you followed up on that. All right. It isn't the best episode, cinematic-wise, but it's uh, I, I just liked it the most. Okay. I like that. All right. Um, well, I'm going to tell a quick story real quick. So Space Seed is my number one, and the reason Space Seed is my number one is uh, Trek was on always as a kid, I, and especially TNG. TNG was always on Saturday, 7 p.m. That was when syndication was. And we watched it because we would go from, like, Baywatch, and then Hercules would come on at 8. That was our routine um and we and we well hercules came later i should say you know but whatever show was on at eight back then we watched that uh i just Mm -hmm. i have fond memories of kevin sorbo and his hercules garbs uh (laughs) but i i liked i always had an introduction introduction to trek but i didn't become a true fan till later in life and it was this episode that was the precipice for it i'm a big fan of callbacks for writing something that has depth and the fact that my favorite Star Trek movie, Wrath of Khan, is a continuation off of this very episode. That's what kind of pulled me in. My best friend Lenny was like, he was telling me about it. He was like, yeah, it's a space seat. It's a continuation. And I'm like, I don't know the episode. And he was just like, oh, it's this, this, and this. And uh, we were talking about it. And ever since I watched it, I was like, I don't like watching Wrath of Khan fully if i you know i'll throw it on tv or something but fully i only watch it unless i can at least watch this episode right before to kind of get that buffer into it and we're doing that over on popcorn and pints right now for anybody who's listening um that's my friend uh sir sturdy his show over there where they they review movies and right now they're doing a franchise off where they're uh star wars versus star trek where Okay, so the motion picture versus Phantom Menace, and then Attack of the Clones versus Wrath of Khan, and then you go through each movie all the way up uh, in order. And I and I'm having a lot of fun, kind of reconnecting and doing that, and and being able to do this with you. But I did tell him I was like, you need to watch this episode, and I think it it it, it enhanced their viewing pleasure because it is a great episode. And that's why it's my number one um, because it's a great episode, but also because it it started me on the uh, path of loving Trek really him telling me that made me check it out and really get into it and watch everything and learn about it and get into it and so like it came later i think i was maybe about 20 when we did that but i mean listen i'm 42 now 22 years of just hanging out and enjoying trek even more and getting into it it's just been such a great time and i get to do it with you and i get to do it with all of you and it's such a great time and i appreciate you guys listening and watching i think we both do and until next se- next episode we will cover season two in february make sure you're joining up again you gotta join the patreon if you want to get it early or just look for it on the youtube channel make sure to subscribe you gotta hit that like button hit that subscribe and hit that bell so you know episodes like this the scene snobs podcast um uh, totally tubular podcast so many more we got tons of shows out there our snobs film history right now we're doing a retrospective of all 70 years 40 films of godzilla and we're doing uh an episode every week all the way until the new empire will be out we'll cover everything the shows the movies the whole nine so please join in we have some great panelists a part of that uh and And more so yeah what's up i will be on some of those 
Yes, I'll you will. On. I would like you to, I'm going to give you um, uh, an earlier one I would like you to check out too, just to get an idea of it. Because uh, Tommy is going to join me for some of the episodes. Uh, we're going to talk about the anime show and the anime uh, trilogy they made. He's going to be part of the legendary episodes. That's the Americanized version that's going on now we see with Kong. And so much more. I know if you're a Star Trek fan, you might enjoy that too. So go check it out. But we have tons of stuff for you to enjoy more. And you can also go check out our merch on snobsmerch.com. Use snobs as for 10% off your order. We have Star Trek theme gear, movie theme gear. If you're a fan of it, we probably have it. So go see it and check it out. Thank you guys again so much for joining. I remember be kind, stay classy, take care of yourselves because that's important. And take it away, Tommy. What do you say? Live long and prosper. That's right. All right, everybody. Live long and prosper. And take care. Mm-hmm.